it's Monday. It's uh, almost 12 o'clock and I am on a hike. Yes, I'm on a very long, very long hike. It's actually ridiculously long. Because uh, part of the research that I did for this trip was to study in great detail the OS map and Google Maps and try and find interesting places to go. Now, there is another look. There are there were a few locations that I really wanted to do. One of them was the Falls of Raha, which I did and messed up. One of them is um, Torin Valley, which is somewhere you pass through but never stop. And one of them is where I'm going today, which is. Um, McLeod's Maidens, a series of sea stacks off one of the peninsulas here. And on the map, on the OS map on Google Earth, you look at the, uh, you look at it and go, ah, oh, yeah, that looks, looks like a good hike, good afternoon's hike. And you think, ah, oh, I'll do it. You look at the road check the route and you say no problem and then you drive on the road and it takes you flipping ages there's a hundred little turnoffs which you're not sure about you park up a car park that isn't quite big enough and then you actually get on the trail you look across water at the peninsula you're walking on and you see that it's absolutely massive and that a tiny weeny little corner that on the map looks like it might take a few minutes to walk around is actually taking about half an hour <laughs> so I'm probably going to be here for a long time and that's fine Dante's too tired to do anything and I'm too tired to do anything really but I'm here and I'm doing it the weather is lovely it is sunny with patchy clouds and a lovely blue sky so really no good for what I want to do today But it might look nice because I'm shooting large format today. And large format for me at the minute means colour film, Hectar 100. It means Foma 100. I'm going to take my coat off. I don't know why I put coat on. I've got nowhere to put it in my camera bag, so I have to kind of wear it. Which means it's going to have to go around my uh, waist. Yeah, Fomo 100 
which I can use filters with to darken down that sky. And I've also brought along three sheets of direct positive paper, which I've been saving for this very trip. I mean, I've got ten sheets, so it's not too much of a problem. But still, it's um, worth bringing it along. So, the blue sky might turn out to be a bit of an advantage when it comes to shooting the former, because I can, like I say, orange filter, red filter, darken down that sky, do something a bit more magical. The direct positive paper, I believe, I've not done any great depth of research into it, but I believe is orthochromatic. So the sky should appear more or less white, which is okay. It's okay. It's not, you know ideal but I was I was hoping for a more cloudy day it'll be a bit cooler because a cliff top walk on a sunny day is really no fun even though it is a beautiful place I'm at and I'm seeing compositions all over the place I could sit up right now and take one looking down across this beach but I'm gonna be out here most of the day anyway and if I keep stopping every five minutes it's just going to end up being overlong and laborious. If on the way back I see stuff, I might have a little look at it. But at the minute, I'm just focused on getting to the end of this peninsula, seeing what the subject looks like, and seeing what I can do. Because The, hmm, how can I put this? The research I've done is about the root more than anything else. Not actually compositional research. So I am, uh, I think I'm in for a bit of a surprise. I'm either not going to be able to get down to the coastline, because it's quite a steep cliff, or, um, I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. So I hope I don't walk all this way for nothing. <laughs> but I might. So that's the little spiel about what I'm doing. Finally got around this teeny tiny corner. And now I'm just going to walk and walk and walk. And stupidly, I didn't um, charge my phone, so I have no, I've got charge in it, but I want to keep it just in case I fall off a cliff and die, but it means I cannot listen to any podcasts on the way, but maybe that's good. Maybe I just need to take a bit of time just to absorb some some wind. Anyway, I don't actually know where I'm going. There's a gap in the gate here. 
I assume this is the way to go but I do not actually know so I'll contact you when I've figured out what I'm doing and where I'm going and how I'm going to do everything okay okay it's um it's not been too long since I stopped recording but I just wanted to give a little update the sky has become cloudless and well the wind the wind has picked up but I've started recording because uh, I'm coming to a gorge and unless it's the wind moving through the trees I can definitely hear a waterfall however it looks like I can't get to it looks like it's uh, behind a fence which is a shame I'm going to see if I can check it out nonetheless there's lots of butterflies and things around here I've seen a couple of dragonflies as well it's a beautiful place yeah that's definitely a waterfall oh what a fantastic little location that would be Well, I can sort of get to it. It's not a very big waterfall. Unfortunately, I'm not really kitted out for shooting that today. I've literally only brought the 4x5 camera and my little panoramic point and shoot. I haven't brought the pinhole or anything. So, what I'll have to do is make a note of this and vow to come back next year because this is all part of the research as well when you're out and about doing stuff it's important to make a note of the places that you see so that when you come back you can fully investigate and explore now I can see another little waterfall down there I don't have time today to investigate this fully but it's not too far along the trail so next year I know that I can devote more time to it because it would be easy for me to get to it's a beautiful little river but it's um, you know it's one of those locations that how the hell am I supposed to get through this gate that's the tiniest little gate ever I'm going to have to remove my bag for this it's one of those locations that once you know about you know you can come back to and yes, you might miss the opportunity of photographing it today but to be honest, the weather conditions aren't ideal for that kind of thing today and like I said I've not got the right cameras for it Ideally, I'd be looking at Holger and Pinhole So, uh, yeah, I'll have to stick it on my list of things to do next year and that's good because it gives me incentive to come back out to these places and it means that I can have images in mind so that when I get somewhere I'm not flustered trying to uh, 
you know, find something. Right, this path has become very narrow. Hope I've not missed something, gone on the wrong trail. So I'm just going to carry on walking and I'll uh, see what I see when I get up here. Well, I'm here. Uh, started recording at um, 12.50. It's now 10 past two. So, feels longer. What's that, 10 to one? One to two? Or was it 11.50? I don't know. Maybe it was 11.50. Been a couple of hours anyway, a couple of hours hike, and I saw two people the whole time. I've got this place all to myself. Now, it's tricky because I was expecting to be able to get down onto the beach down there and be able to look at the rock formations I've come to see kind of on their level. However, that is not the case. There appears to be no way down other than a very long leap of faith, which I'm not prepared to take today. So I am limited to a cliff top view, which is, um, it's not dangerous really. I mean it's a bit breezy but it's not the best viewpoint in the world. It has to be said. But it's not the worst. I mean these things are pretty spectacular. It's just that to get the kind of compositions I'm going to get I'm going to need to be pretty close to the edge. Now fortunately the wind is blowing uh, the the good way so I'm not in any danger of being blown off the cliff what I'm more worried about is the cliff giving way underneath yeah unless I'm unless I'm climbing there is no way down so what I'm going to do is just sit for a while have a little break uh, have the meagre little snack that I brought and just not carry something for a while and then I'll get to work the sun is still out but there are clouds now coming over the horizon so I think I'm going to get some duller conditions which is fine it's absolutely fine by me don't mind a bit of a dull condition. <laughs> right. I mean, these things are pretty cool. There's one massive stack, and then an island, a, couple, uh, a little island with a couple of smaller ones. And on the edge of the smaller one, there is some uh, seabirds. And the seabirds flying all around. Just a shame I can't get down there. If I could get down there. I'll get a picture looking, looking across. I'm just going to get on all fours and creep over to the edge here. See? 
down there, perfect place. Real close to him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I can get a good shot from up here. And I'm going to get a shot. Since I've come all this way. Might not be an amazing shot, but it'll be a shot. Some fantastic views from up here, though. And the headlands. Looking back towards the Collins. Hmm. This will be a good place to be for sunrise. I wouldn't like the trek in the dark, but it would be a damn fine place to stand. Because as the sun comes up, these rocks will be backlit and you can get the sea flat through long exposure. So, shame about the lighting conditions because uh, they're not ideal, really. Just taking a picture with the uh, 35mm panoramic camera. Kind of wish I'd been doing this all along because there's been some spectacular sights that I could have just snapped with this. I've got HP5 loaded in here. No, um, no great mystery there. Right. I think what I'll do first, actually, just because I'm curious, is just have a little meter. So the FP4, the FP4, the FOMO 100, I'll be shooting at 200. Although it's a very contrasty scene, so maybe I should pull it a little bit. The dark areas of the stacks are at 10 and 11. And then the bright areas of the sea are at 15, so it's a very, very contrasty scene. If I shoot at 50, I'm getting quarter of a second, half a second, one second. And it wouldn't be enough to smooth that C. But if I use a red filter and shoot at 25, that suddenly becomes two seconds at F45. Two seconds might be enough just to give me a little bit of extra grace let's say but if I shoot at 50 with an orange filter F32 I get half a second F45 I get one second but that's assuming 200 Decisions, decisions. What are the rest of the rocks like? 
The problem is I've come out in crap light. It really is crap. At 100 for the colour, I'm looking at half a second. If the sun were over there a little bit, it would be nicer, but it's not. Although it is getting a bit more diffused now. Now that these clouds have come, so that should help a little bit. I'm just going to hope that the wind does not change because I do not want to get blown off this cliff. And, you know, I do not want my camera to get blown off the cliff. So I've just got this lens and I like it. I could make a new camera, but the lens was expensive. Right, I'm going to take... Oh, hang on. I did not see... I did not see on my meter what... Uh, ISO 6 looks like. Ah, that's better. F45 gives me 8 seconds. I think the direct positive paper is going to prove very useful with this. I may even just bump my shadows up to zone 4. Even though everything's become a little bit more homogenous now. The sea is less... No, it's still bright. Okay, so I'm going to shoot a picture at least with each film type. I've got one frame left in the... Ektar. And to be honest, I don't think I'm going to go anywhere else with this colour now. I don't think I'm going to go to Torin Valley because I'm shattered. And I can't imagine there being many colour shots that I want to do in Pano back where I stay. So I may just shoot a couple of black and white frames here. And play around with the filters and see what they do. So I guess the first thing I need to do is get all my stuff out. Because I intend to hang the camera. Uh, the bag, sorry. No, I won't bother hanging the bag. I'm going to set the camera up though. I'm going to take this colour image first. Or shall I do... Yeah, I'll do the... Uh, I'll do the sheet film first. Get it out of the way. So I've got three... Foma shots. And three... Uh, direct positive shots. Which is... More than enough. I'm going to position myself. This is a nice little look point. Again, it's it's windy, but uh, acceptably safe, I believe. To level off the tripod head. This is not a nice place to stand if you have vertigo, which I don't really, but it's still not a nice place to stand because this cliff could give way at any minute and the wind could change direction at any minute so I'm going to have to move fast I may take one looking back as well because the cliff behind me is quite spectacular 
Right, this is going to be, well I'll try it in landscape and see how it looks. I'm still not sure if my landscape positioning's working that well. I think there might be a bit of a, a looseness, a slackness in the uh, elastic that's holding the rear standard on. The, 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 the ground glass, the, yeah, holds the film back in. Okay, front standard being screwed on. I did have a thought that I thought about while I was walking that I wanted to discuss, but I cannot remember what it was. I remember wanting to talk about something deeply and seriously, but for the life of me, I have no idea what it was. All right, it might be too windy for long shutter speeds up here. The camera's shaking about like a leaf. I'm scared. Right, I'm getting into a groove with this lens though, it's nice. Yeah, I might not be able to do a long shutter speed. It might just be too windy. Okay. Oh, let's get this t-shirt on. Hope I've recorded all this for you. I have. It's good. Okay. Oh boy. Right, so I'm going to have to drop the front standard down a little bit and I think I'm going to have to apply some some kind of tilt somewhere. It's hard because the focusing t-shirt is uh, moving about everywhere. I've got a little bit of the cliff that I'm standing on in view but I really don't want to move too much this way because then I'm closer to the edge and that's scarier. Oh, the things I do for this show. Okay, I'm going to apply, somehow, a little bit of rear tilt, just to try and straighten these bad boys up a little bit. And then I'm going to have to apply a little bit of front tilt in order to bring them back into focus. Oh, maybe they're focused good enough as it is. Okay. I'm so scared. Right, I'm going to set myself F32 because that's what I'm using. Oh, I feel sick up here now. 
I'm going to try and screw on my cable release without dying. So my position there is at 30 degrees. So I'm just going to rotate the camera around on the tripod. can screw this in and do all the filters and stuff. Okay, that's the filtering screwed on. Where are my filters? Oh, they're in the front. Oh, goodness me. So, orange filter. Where are you? There you are. orange filter in place right what did the meter say meter in for 50 for this orange filter and it's saying f32 is one second so I'm going to set the lens for one second try it seems like a long time really okay put the thing back to 30 degrees there's a gannet down there one second isn't gonna work it's too windy Still, I can only try. So I'm putting the film holder in now. So this is Foma 100. Developed for 200. But exposed at 50 with an orange filter for one second. So I'm going to cock the lens. I'm going to remove the dark slide. And I hope it doesn't blow away. And I'm going to wait for a period of time when the wind is not as severe to press the shutter. Oh, it moved. It moved a tiny little bit. going to get away from the edge because it's freaking me out. I don't know if I've got the uh, the knackers to do another one now. It moved a little bit. Oh, I can't believe it moved. Oh, man. There's no way, there's absolutely no way of... Um, stabilizing the back of this camera because the way I've done it it's too loose now the only way I can do it is to try and screw these things in a little bit more but by hand that's 
almost impossible. Okay, that's a bit better. Okay, the dart slides back in. What I'm going to try and do is refocus and try again because I wasn't very happy with that. Back moved a little bit, which, you know, is okay, but I really would prefer it not to have moved. So I've gone back to my original position. I'm going to... Everything's orange. Just attempt to refocus. I'm going to have to apply a little bit of front tilt now, just to get everything back in focus. And I'm going to apply a little bit of uh, swing, because I haven't done anything like this for a while, and I really wanted a little bit of weirdness going on here. So I'm going to reset to F32 and I'm going to reload the dark uh, slide in here. I don't think I'm going to be able to do a uh, thingy exposure today. Right, the shutter's caught the dart slides out. I'm going to wait for a little bit of less wind and then go for it. Oh, blimey, dimey. Right, let's just get away from this edge a little bit, please. I'm just going to lie the camera down there. Oh, I might just lie down myself and cry. Oh. Okay, so, there's no chance of a direct positive exposure, absolutely none, because even at, well, it's either going to be a, a quick shut speed, which the quickest I can get is quarter of a second, and the longest I can get is 30 seconds, and there's absolutely no way that the wind is going to let me be stable enough for 30 seconds up here. So... I'm going to set up with the, somehow, I'm going to set up with the panoramic camera, even though I think I might have to back up a bit for that. And then I'm going to go, I think. So it's not a disaster of a trip, but it's not quite what I had in mind. So I'll just put this filter away. I don't know where the filter sleeve has gone now. I hope it's not blown away. It's there. I really did think I was going to be able to get down onto the, uh, the beach down there. And maybe... Spend a bit of time 
really making good compositions and checking focus and stuff but there's just no way down no way safely down and I'm already tired from the walk and don't feel safe on top of this cliff so I do not want to risk doing something stupid like that right come on camera let's not be wobbly just for a minute just for something 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 of a second right so the good news is I can get a composition uh, on this camera and it looks quite nice in panoramic actually bad news is I'm a bit close to the edges of the frame so what I'm going to do is just retreat up the hill a little bit here only a few feet or so that will give me more elevation and maybe I can get a bit more in the foreground as well and it takes me a little bit further away from the edge of that cliff which is nice although I may have gone too far Okay, um, oh, this wind is awful, I hope the wind muffler's working, you can't hear any of this because it's just horrendous for me. So I've moved a little bit closer again because that just wasn't working, it's really hard focusing because the wind keeps picking up this t-shirt of mine. Right, I think I've got it, I just need to uh, lower my standard a bit. I've got a little bit of the cliff in the foreground, but nothing I can do about that right now. And then focus. The wind is getting worse, and I'm not going to give up, but it's becoming more and more difficult. What I'm thinking I might have to do... I'm thinking I might have to just lower the camera down and uh, sit back where I was because I just don't think there's any good way of doing this if I'm as high up as I have been which means I want to get a bit closer to the edge of the cliff here but I'm a, a sat down so maybe it'll be a bit better the wind has definitely picked up since I've got here it was not this bad on the walk it's just making focusing very difficult which is not a good thing when you're dealing with a camera like this <sighs> sorry I'm not talking too much I'm uh, I'm just trying not to be scared okay so I've got a good composition I'm just too close so I'm gonna have to just move up here and just kneel down I hope my grandma doesn't listen to this she'll have a fit
Okay, I'm comfort. I'm I'm as composed and as focused as I'm going to be. So what I'm going to do is put the film holder in and just take the shot because I can't cope being up here anymore. It's too much. I'm too close to the edge of this cliff. I'm not safe. Not with this wind. And I can't focus, so. So I'm shooting at ISO 100. Nothing's changed. So I'm going to shoot at F32 for a quarter of a second. going to check it. Okay now I'm going to pull the dark slide out, make sure it's cocked and wait for a little bit of an interval in this wind. Well, I fired the shutter, the camera moved a little bit, but nothing I can do, absolutely nothing I can do, it's just too windy up here, which is a shame because I feel like I've walked all this way and come away with nothing, which is a real shame, I hate feeling like that. So I've made three exposures not use the direct positive paper like I wanted to and uh, looks like my last colour shot might have been a bit of a failure <sighs> okay. ok so I'm going to uh, break the camera down now and pack it away I mean I, I enjoy looking at the cliff and I got the shot with the little <laughs> panoramic point and shoot thing which is alright but it's just a shame when I've walked for hours and uh, the conditions have changed and it doesn't help being up here in the wind really it's a bit of a shame Right, the only films I've got that I could put in this panoramic back now is a roll of HP5, a roll of Foma 200, and some more Ektar. I'll tell you what, if I see any pictures I want to take on the way back desperately I will do, but I don't think I'll load another roll of film into there yet, because the film I would choose is FP4. Which is... Uh, Something I have tons of, but none of. Still, this film back worked nicely. The uh, the roll came out nice in the end. No fat roll, so at least there was one small success today. Yes, I'm feeling very sorry for myself. I'm going to bleat about it for the rest of the day.
what a terrible windy situation I found myself in. I wonder what the fastest shutter speed I could use is. Alright, to get good detail across the whole thing, if I shot again with the foamer, probably the fastest I could get away with, maybe a quarter of a second. It's just no good in this wind. So that leads me to a design flaw in the camera. The way it folds up isn't stable enough. For normal conditions, yeah, it's fine, but for windy conditions, no good. Right. I'm going to pack up and walk back now. Sulk. I don't know whether to try again. It's still pretty windy up here, but nah, I'm not going to use any more film here today. I've had a good walk, I've seen a beautiful thing, and sometimes that is enough. And I made some pictures, whether they work or not is a different matter, but I made them. And I'm happy that I've made them. If I'd got here half an hour earlier, then things would have been better because it was not windy and uh, it was sunny and it was good. But I got here when I got here. So now I get to enjoy the long walk back. Now the irony is uh, it was sunnier this morning and it was perfect to go to the beach and do some colour pinhole work but I thought I'll risk it and come here and I really hope that risk has paid off I really do anyway enough of me bleating and moaning that's not what you signed up for if I see any pictures on the way back I shall talk the, uh, about them but I probably won't Uh, so, yeah, maybe I'll see you for the image review, maybe not. <sighs> Can people look for TFTMB on Twitter? <coughs> Should people go to Tales from the Magic Box podcast on Instagram? <coughs> Can people email the show at talesfromthemagicbox at outlook.com? <coughs> Dante, can we be now found on Facebook? Can people support us on coffee by following the link in the show description? <laughs> well, I found another composition. I've done a silly thing and I've come somewhere that I have neither the time nor the energy to come. But, I am convinced 
I am convinced of, if not a great image, then definitely a unique image. For I have found a waterfall that I'm sure somebody has been to. But uh, I doubt that anyone has photographed with large format in a very long time. And definitely not with uh, some direct positive paper. So, guess what I'm going to do? Like I say, not the smartest idea in the world because I'm not even halfway back. I just heard it and thought, you've got to, you've got to at least try. And I'm only going to take the one picture. I'm not going to be here for ages because there's midges and it's not very pleasant but I need to come back with something more than just a couple of blurry pictures of some sea cliffs that everybody's seen might be slightly arrogant of me but that's how it is and to photograph a waterfall, even a teeny weeny one as this, that nobody's photographed, is uh, is quite a prize. So I have expended a lot of energy that I do not have to get here. So the least I can do is uh, take a look at it. Now it's, it's only a very small waterfall and there is a big rowan tree in the way. But with every chance that I'm able to make an image. <laughs> and it'll be an image that nobody's seen. So that's good. Hidden mountain waterfall. The most exciting thing ever. There's not many hidden waterfalls on this island. And this one is marked on the map. But it's actually one that's a bit further down that's marked on the map. So I sort of knew it was here. But I didn't know this particular one was here. There was just a lull in the wind. And I heard it and thought, mm, better go and see what that's all about. So here I am. And I've nearly fallen in several times and I'm very hot and very tired but I'm here and I've set the camera up and I'm going to focus it now and I'm going to lower the lens board so that I get more of the actual shot the waterfall is totally obscured by this tree so I'm going to move my position over here hope that that does it. I really don't want to go in the water today. But uh, I don't want to have wet feet on the way back. But it's okay, I don't think I'm going to have to. So I've got a bit of a tree, which is quite nice. 
Now I can focus on the tree or I can focus on the waterfall. And really what I should be doing is focusing on the tree and then giving myself a long depth of field with uh, Although if I focus on the tree there, that little bit of rowan's going to be way, way, way blurred because of the... Uh... Yeah. So, I've composed. I'm going to meet her now. Hope you can tell how tired I am. How stupid it was coming here. Okay, so my dark areas are at four and five. My lightest area is at nine, so I'll put nine on zone seven. Might just bump nine up to, uh, no, I'm not going to because F, F22, which is probably all I need is giving me a minute. So that's what I'm gonna go with. I probably should take a bit more time to work on this composition but I don't know if I have the energy I've got two sheets of this stuff so I can take two pictures I'll just see how I feel in a minute so I'm going to put the cable release in click it around to T find F22 and then insert this dark slides portrait orientation shot I'm going to find my timer on my phone I'm going to put in a minute And I'm going to take the dark slide out, pop it there, and uh, go for a minute. Okay, while that's doing, there's lots of bubbles and things swirling around underneath this tree, so my next composition I'm probably going to back off a bit over here, pull the camera down tilt it forward so I'm getting everything in focus and get some swirliness and then as I make my way back down river depends what happens I might try and get uh, another panoramic shot if I can be bothered okay 18 seconds left Okay. So the other side of that one is Foma. So it's this one that I need now. This is the one with the the next 
direct positive in so I'm going to just pull the camera back because there is a much better composition that I've just seen I need to get the camera higher up much higher up about there and much further back oh boy I do not have the energy to do this. The sacrifices I make for you, dear listener. Okay. Let's see how this looks. Oh, that's immediately better. So. I need okay so if I focus now on that rock and then tilt forward until the waterfall is in focus and then I can just tilt the camera down up a little bit and make sure I've got the composition as I want it so everything's in focus at f5.6 that means F22, all things will be in focus, everywhere in the world at once. So what I've got is there's a tiny rock in the foreground, there's uh, swirling bubbles around it and I'm loading the dark slide. I'm just going to do another minute because conditions have not changed. So, pull this dark slide out. And one minute. And what I'm also going to do is a meter for FOMA because I've got some left so same conditions F22 is 2 seconds that's at 200 if I use the orange filter that becomes 8 seconds nah don't need the orange filter I can do 8 seconds Okay, that's that one done. I'm getting eaten to death here. So that's... I'm not going to remember what, uh, what I've shot and what I've not. In fact, I don't know what I've shot and what I've not. That's... Oh, which side is which now? Okay, I'm not going to risk it, I can't tell which side is the direct positive and which is the film, so I'm just going to give up and try and make my way back down this river without falling in. I hope uh, 
I hope that was worth it, I really do. At least I've given the midges a good meal. Doesn't look like anything comes down here. Certainly not people. And the midges don't usually bother me, so they must be absolutely ravenous. Makes you wonder why they bother living here at all. Alright. So this is me making my way back down the uh, river. I am nowhere near even halfway on this journey, so it's going to take me another couple of hours to get back to the car. And this uh, is now going to take me even longer. So I shall say to you au revoir. Two hours and 31 minutes later and I'm back at the car. That's including the little break that I took and my little trip to the waterfall. So I'm just going to sit here a minute and have a drink. It's um, I don't know how to feel. feel a little bit lost because I had high hopes for this shoot I've been thinking about it for a long time and I was excited you know I was, I was looking forward to seeing these things and getting down on that beach and to have weather change so rapidly against me was not nice and to have wind disagree with my camera so much was uh, yeah it wasn't much fun so I've come away disappointed obviously I don't know how the pictures have come out yet and I'm going to hope for the best but it wasn't what I thought it would be Still, research could only get you so far. And I do suggest that people do research. Of course, I could have looked up a lot more, in a lot more detail about uh, this, um, this location. But as it happens, I didn't. So yeah, I'm kind of disappointed, so I hope that, well, we'll, we'll see in the new room how, uh, how this has turned out, so I'm going to get back now and have some food I think. So um, 
this image review is going to be very short because um, I only have two images to look at and I'm not sat at my computer for this one because they are the two direct positive images so they're actual prints rather than scanned images which is nice for change I've not printed any of the work yet so I don't know I'm kind of it's nice to have them in my living room instead of at my computer um, when I developed the sheet film that I did they were just black so I think what I'd done is I was so close to the edge of the cliff and it was so windy and I was so scared that I couldn't actually look at the front of the lens to see if I closed it or not and I think on both occasions I hadn't closed the lens you know um, yeah closed the shutter in order to take the picture so when I took the dark slide out it was just exposed um, which is a shame because well I don't know if it's a shame or not because I was woefully underprepared for that trip to consider that I'd done all that preparation looking for it and researching the path when I got there I was not prepared at all to make images there um, the weather and the conditions were just against me and I was too tired so I think it's going to require a slightly different approach if I'm going to tackle it next time the 612 image was also no good but I've talked about that in another episode and the, the back was just little problems with it I don't know what's happening with it but it just didn't work but the two direct positive images I took at the waterfall did work and worked surprisingly well so I've got them here, I'm going to scan them, put them on the blog um, but I'm not going to do a video image review for this just because there's only the two uh, the first one is nice, it's, it's uh, divided diagonally by this branch the waterfall is very pale but there's a large dark area at the bottom which is a bit bland so the second one which has that rock in it is a very nice uh, composition, much better the actual image is quite contrasty, um, which, you know, considering I didn't put a lot of time into making it, kind of makes sense. But they're quite nice little things. I really must do more with this direct positive paper. In fact, I scanned the image from the Falls of Rahar, and I don't know, there's just, I don't know if I'm getting a bit fed up of large format negative film but I've really enjoyed using this direct positive stuff and I think that's something I'm going to have to continue doing in the future so yeah only the two images to think about today but it's been quite a long episode and you know I have to think about how I'm going to tackle it next time definitely need to take some different kind of equipment because what I took was too unwieldy anyway that's that for this one, bit of a disappointment, but I still thought, I, I almost didn't put the show out because it went so wrong, but I thought it was useful in terms of talking about the research aspects and some things that were in there that I thought were quite useful. Anyway, 
Right, I'll see you for the next one. Me and Dante would like to say a big thank you to Kevin McLeod, Sea Hero and Mr. Mike Gutterman for the wonderful music that we use in this show. You can find Kevin's music at Incompetech.com. You can find Sea Hero by following the Bandcamp link in the show description. And you can find Mike Gutterman's music for our productions by going to MikeGutterman.Bandcamp.com. Thank you so much guys, it means the world to us that you support us in this way. And to everyone else, thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm.